Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited about this episode because it's a chance for me to share why I do what I do and why I care so much. I'm going to be sharing what inspires me to do this and also my plans and visions for the future. Enjoy listening. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, guys. So this is going to be different because it's going to be a chin wag. It's going to be off notes. It's going to be a chat with me because I've realized I haven't actually told you guys why it is I do what I do, why I created this podcast. And I think it's important because it kind of underpins everything that I've been putting out there. It's the meaning behind this work. So I started this podcast when Juniper was five weeks old, but I knew as soon as I gave birth that I had to spread the good news because I'd had an empowered experience and I just needed to figure out how I was gonna do it because obviously I had Juniper to look after so I didn't have the luxury of time to do video content um, or anything like that. I needed to think of a, a medium that was easy enough to do but that would still get good content and good information out to other fellow females who want to have a positive birth experience. So I was thinking about it, running it over in my mind, waiting for the idea to come to me. And that's when I thought about this podcast. And literally the moment I thought, okay, it's gotta be a podcast, I just Googled how to podcast. Came across Anchor and um, realized that actually they distribute the podcast across all platforms. That was fantastic. So I just started, I literally started with a notepad and pen, wrote some notes down and then recorded. So the first episode I did was birth preparation tips. And I think I even say Juniper's five weeks old in that podcast. That was the first one I ever did is really rough. Like when I listen to it back, I'm like, oh my God, I was so, what's the word? Like not comfortable. I mean, I'm still learning now, but that was the first one I put out there. And my process is very much do a lot of research. I'm constantly reading, you know, ask Tom, I am constantly talking about this to him. Like even last weekend, I was talking to him about pain management and he sort of just looked at me like, pop, are we really still speaking about this? Like, did you not give birth? Like, when is this gonna stop? Like, when's it gonna stop? And my answer to him was, I am only just getting started. So thank you all for the opportunity to be able to share knowledge with you and thank you for listening. So I was completely fascinated and obsessed by the positive birth movement from the moment Juniper was conceived actually. As soon as I found out I was pregnant, I went to Google as we all do and searched how to have a positive birth. And that was really my starting point. And that's when I came across hypnobirthing, lots of books. I listened to every single podcast on birth out there. I became pretty much obsessed. I mean, I still am obsessed. But I should probably say at this point, I've always had creative projects on the go. It's what I do. I love to create. And a few examples are, I used to have a vegetarian cooking channel on YouTube. I also used to vlog. I used to take videos whilst I was teaching in China, doing uh, drama workshops. But I would always ask myself, why am I doing this? Who is this for and why do I care? Do I care about sharing good recipes? No because I used to always take the videos and then at the end be like, oh, 
I haven't added the recipe in there and then I'd add the recipe and the recipe would be completely wrong. Like you ask my friends, Sarah, Noel and Yinka, they'd be messaging me like, do I really need 11 red peppers for this soup? Because I'd just be like, what was it? Oh yeah, four garlic cloves, five, you know, onions, whatever. Always more, more, more because I tend to cook mass quantities. I think that's just my spirit of sharing coming through in my food. But I didn't care about sharing recipes. That's not why I did it. I did it to have a creative outlet. And what that really meant is that all of these projects I used to have used to have a short lifespan because I'd do it and then I'd be like, okay, I've done that now. I've done a pretty good job, move on. And that's great. And all of my projects have been amazing and beneficial at the time to be able to do something, you know, create. I really do think it's important in life to have creative outlets. And some people may go to books, you know, you read and you create the story in your mind. Other people write, other people dance, you know, whatever it is, I do think that helps us to be well in ourselves. You know, having purpose is so, so important. But what I really want to get across is that this feels different. Because for me, there is a very clear purpose to help other women have a positive birth experience. That is why I do what I do. And the thought that even one of my episodes could touch someone, could click for someone in the way that things have clicked for me, that would help someone else out there have a positive birth experience. That's why I care, that's why I do what I do. Also, I'm loving sharing content on motherhood. In many ways, I think it's harder than birth, Um, but I do think that birth experience does enable you to go into motherhood smoothly. You know, if you're not carrying trauma and upset about birth, then you're able to focus on your baby, focus on you. Whereas if you're trying to process a traumatic event, then it's gonna make everything harder, your healing harder, your bond with your baby harder, etc. And Another thing I wanted to share with you guys is my vision for the future. My long-term plan is to create an online positive birthing course. But before I do this, I'm undertaking research because I don't think there can be a one-size-fits-all approach. You know, every woman is different, every birth is different, every baby is different. And therefore, I'd love to be able to provide a birthing toolbox for women so that they can decide what works for them on the day or on the night when they are in labor because that's the problem we don't know we're never going to know until we're in it so saying that this is what you need to do is not going to work we need to give lots of tools to women so that they can choose as soon as they've experienced that first contraction they will know what works for them and that will change throughout the whole labor but I do think it's important to have a variety of tools that you can use so that's really what I'm going to focus on as a stage two and if there's anyone that would like to take part in this research then dm me on instagram pop that mama Um, It's going to be going on until autumn this year, so I'm talking about 2021, and it involves answering two questionnaires and having a birth debrief call. So let me know if anyone's keen, I would absolutely love to hear from you. But yeah guys, I love receiving messages from you all. Um, You know, I sit here and I record stuff and I research and I don't really know who is listening. So it's a bit of a bizarre experience. You know, I'm currently sat in an empty room talking to this microphone and I just don't have that connect where I'm like, oh my God, someone is actually going to listen to this. So when I do get a message on Instagram, honestly, the moment I get it, that's when I pick up my laptop and I start 
writing the next podcast because it just motivates me. It's like, yes, okay, like this is helping. I've been doing a lot of talking today, guys. So I'm gonna go soon. But before I do, I just wanna say one more thing. And you're gonna see this being thread through my episodes more and more. I'm reading so many interesting books on this subject. One is by Grantly Dick Reed, funny name I know, who was a British obstetrician. He did some fantastic work. He was an advocate for natural childbirth. I was a bit skeptical in the beginning, thinking that he's a man, you know, what does he know? But actually, he's got some really interesting content. I'm also reading a book by Sheila Kitzinger, Again, fantastic work. She's a feminist, all for female empowerment. So I'm gonna be feeding lots of this stuff through my episodes. But I really wanna equip women with the knowledge before they go into their labor and birth to make decisions for themselves and their babies and just have the ability to assert themselves confidently. Don't just hand over the control to the medical professionals, although we love them. There are times where we need to actually make decisions for ourselves and our babies. All right, guys, I do think it's probably time to wrap this one up, but thank you so much for listening, if you're still listening, that is. It's been quite nice just sitting here and chatting, a bit different to my usual ones, and also quite a good process to go through for myself, actually thinking about the purpose of all of this. So thank you for listening. Okay, bye-bye.